Welcome to All Supplementos Podcast. I have Sue Lin from the bands. Robbie Andy. There you go. And what's and the other? Armada, I guess. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And some other some other stuff too. Yeah. Career, um, I don't know. Yeah, what's the other stuff uh, you do? There's projects in the works. I'll leave it at that. Okay, we will put, we'll say shh on that one. Um, yeah. So how did you get uh, involved in music? How did you start playing? Um, I really fell in love with the guitar at an early age. I mean, music in general, I think just growing up with MTV being such a prominent thing to like just have around, like almost like a family activity, like watching just music videos and award shows and stuff like that but um yeah I guess it was just like there was music everywhere like my my parents had parties they'd play like disco and pop I had a neighbor who got me into like punk and metal my sister and I would dance around to like to pop music too so it was just kind of uh just I guess immersed in it different sources looney tunes you know so that's that's what I would say. That's so cool. Right on. Um, so you primarily, uh, primarily play the guitar, right? Yeah. Do you play anything else or no? Um, I picked up singing uh, the last Ooh. few years. Um, like a little, rather than just kind of doing it, like I've actually been studying with a, a, a vocal teacher, like this eighty-year-old woman. Um, so I would, I would now add that to the mix because it's it's coming over, it's coming together, all right. <laughs> That's amazing. So how often do you go for lessons with her? Once a week, and I've been doing that for like over a year and change. Okay, That's wicked. Um, is that uh, what the the secrets about that you're gonna be singing on the record? Potentially. There you go. Um, I was just being nosy. It's all good, dude. Um, so how did you get involved with Propagandy? Um, I guess, you know, they posted that ad and, um, what was it like something on Facebook or something like that? And yeah, I, someone I knew, like, I think tagged me. I think it's like kind of a joke, you know, like, uh, like, I ah, you try this and I saw it and I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to try this. I actually really think I could do this. And, um, so yeah, it was just kind of the, the tryout thing. Um, I, mean, I don't, I don't know if people want to hear the extent of what that process was or not. Yeah, totally. But, I would, I would love to hear how the how the snowy Canada was when he went over. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. I guess the. So yeah, like um, I guess once they chose me, you know, I, I went up there for like um, learned ten songs and then like we played them together for the first time and it, it worked out nicely and. Yeah, I mean, it was different. <laughs> you know, I, I lived in Florida at the time, too. Um, and uh, I feel like it was funny because the first two bits of shows I did, it's like Winnipeg, Saskatoon, Regina. And then oh, after fuck. that, I think it was like like the West Coast of Canada, too. Was it? So I, I feel like I was being tested. Like, can, you handle, can, you <laughs> can you handle the winter? Yeah, can you hang, you Floridian? Who's... <laughs> Yeah, at that point, I'd only lived in Puerto Rico and Florida, so, um, yeah, it was, you know, 
<laughs> Some adjusting. Yeah, I, I, it's because uh, uh, those those boys are from Winnipeg, right? Mm-hmm. And it gets uh, really fucking shitty out there in the winter. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe when I heard that something uh, existed like heated sidewalks. Isn't that fucking nuts? Yeah, it's, I'm just like couldn't, bananas. You know. It made me feel like, wow, I've been really spoiled. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because you're based in Brooklyn, but even like living in Florida too, like you, you guys have nice weather all, all the way around. You don't see minus forty and giant snow drifts everywhere. No, you. I mean, right now it's like freaking seventy or something. Like uh, that's um, Fahrenheit, but you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's. It, it was nice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still nuts um, out there. Yeah, New York's cold, but not to the extent of Winnipeg. So, well, in a way, going to Canada as often as I did to like practice before tours, I feel like was a helpful helped me to like get be better about living somewhere with actual winter. Yeah, I still fucking hate it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, actually, right oh, now, yeah, it sucks. yeah, it <laughs> it it blows fucking big shit. Um, like right now, it's. Uh, plus one in Ontario and it would just finished raining and then it started freezing rain and now the sun's coming out so for anyone who doesn't believe in global warming they can go suck it yeah true oh. I, know. I know like what this year it snowed one day here in the city and then last year it barely snowed I don't even know we went the whole winter with like, yeah. one day of like little bit of snow like you never said. Yeah, last year, like by the end of January, I think we got our first snowfall. And usually, yeah. when I was growing up, we were like going trick or treating on Halloween and like wearing our winter jackets and going through two or three centimeters of snow to get a piece of candy. It's fucking weird how the world is right now, but it is what it is. Can't yeah. do, can't do anything about it. So yeah, it's sad that we can't really. Well. I guess we could have, but I think, and I hate to say it, I think it's kind of late, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, like, like I still, you know, recycle, and I still, I don't use plastic bottle waters, you know what I mean? Like, we yeah. try and do that, but everyone's got to do the same thing, right? Um, yeah. What's, um, what's your favorite album that you've done with Propaganda? Well, I haven't really done that many. I mean, do you want me to answer, like, what's my favorite Poppy Candy album? Or, or one well, that I've been both. Involved? Actually, there, you, you just did both questions. Perfect. Uh, I'll start with just favorite, because there's more to select from, because I, I was only really been around for Victory Lab. Actually, that would be my answer, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I guess, overall, my favorite album is Supporting Cats. I think it's a great album. Yeah. It's fucking one of the best ever. Yeah, um, I and yeah, it's just um, I don't even I don't even know what to say. I think I think a lot of people agree. <laughs> I think they're uh, I think they're all my favorite to be honest with you. And I've been a fan of Propaganda ever since. Oh fuck, I don't know. Since I was like fifteen, sixteen, when Learn How to Clean Everything came out. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, but like with with Propaganda, um. Also, I find with that band is like they don't they don't put anything out that's not good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they they take time to do it right. Um, Victory Lap I think is probably my second favorite Propaganda album, and then 
uh, I would probably go Let's Talk More Rock. But it's almost like you get other punk bands that just keep putting it out, putting it out, putting it out, and putting it out. You know, you get a lot of dog shit. Um, and I find propaganda doesn't have any dog shit at all. So. Yeah, it's it's cool. Like that's one of the things that attracted me uh, as a fan, and, and still is was why I like to be involved in bands like this, which is like there's no reruns, you know, mm. um, and it's constantly trying to to kind of challenge yourself to come up with something new, but but stay the course and and stylistically, you know, in, in terms of like the the vibe they've created and. Uh, they do it well and you know it's even like the bit that I chimed in on Victory Lap like it was cool just how open they were to like ideas that I could uh, you know just bring in my own flair if you want to call it that yeah I think you add a lot of flair to the live shows too um, oh yeah yeah you fucking rip man like you you're like Thanks. I would say top five of my guitar players um, thank and, you yeah, I know, and that's the thing too, is like even representing like being a woman and being on stage um, and ripping like you do. Like I know there's a lot of female musicians, but I think you stand out from a lot of them, if you will. Thank you. Because of how you play and how long you've played, right? Because you also teach music too, don't you? Yeah, this is uh, in May. I'm 15 years into teaching guitar. That's fucking wicked. And, like, so do you teach out of school or do you teach out of your house? Uh, yeah, at my house. This is probably year 10 teaching on my own. Um, but when I began, I, I just worked at, like, a mom-and-pop shop in Tampa, like, near my, like, I think I even may have still lived at my parents' house and I was, like, um, working there. So I, I started there, like, about, like, four, four and a half years ago and then... I, I decided to do it myself because um, I was starting to tour a little bit with some of the bands I had, and they were kind of like, uh, we don't like that you're doing that, and I was like, I can't, I need that freedom to do this too, you know, so I just decided to go off my own as a teaching business, and I haven't, yeah, that's where I've been since, you know. So how many classmates do you usually have in the class? Like, is it like one-on-one, or is it like maybe no, like four or five kids, or... I've done one-on-one. I started with kids, but now I teach mostly, like, grown people. I, I feel like where I'm at and where I have been in terms of who I teach, like, the type of student for the last five years is, like, where I like to be, um, which is teaching more, like, theory, technique, analysis, um, you know, classical guitar, or even just, just, uh, songwriting, things like that, like, a little bit... Um, Rather than like teaching songs, which I still do for people, um, but meaning uh, not to the extent that I did for like um, like kids and beginners, but um, but I still take on beginners too because um, I'm actually like anyone can come to me. You just bought a guitar yesterday, and, you know? I'm like, cool. I'll help you out, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Yeah, I've been doing it a long time. Um. It's, it's cool, though, like, and I had never done it. I just, like, needed a job. Like, none of these, like, stores were hiring me, like, Target, turned me down, all this stuff. And and I just walked into the shop. I used to get my strings and, like, little guitar repairs out. I was like, are you hiring? <laughs> like, they didn't even have a sign or anything. I just was desperate. And they were like, sure. <laughs> 
and I was hired and I never taught. So I basically learned how to teach by just doing it. And oh, so like my ear? Things that I feel like have happened for me. Like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. You sort like you taught yourself by ear, sort of. No, I mean it was through experience, yeah. and um, but yeah, I mean a lot of uh, a lot of uh, I did well my own like playing. I've, I I have done lessons throughout my life a good amount actually. Um, but in terms of being a teacher, I just kind of just threw myself in it and and learned through teaching. But a lot of times it was kids would come. This is even before like Spotify, obviously, like they show up with their CDs or MP3 players and I put it on and I teach them songs learning it by ear in front of them and then just teach them that write it out and so that was kind of one of the cool things that I found um, one of the reasons I enjoyed even this job was like it was helping me be a better musician I, I truly owe I mean I owe so many things to like being able to do the extent that I can on the instrument teaching is a huge one of them you know just being because so much of what I was teaching I was kind of almost like surprised like oh that's good advice I should do that you know on the spot just as I'm watching these guitar players and and you kind of I I also felt like I needed to like kind of stay ahead of (laughs) students so I had to kind of keep going so and that benefited me because I was like performing and and that's actually how I started picking up classical guitar because some kids some little kids came to me wanting to learn how to play fingerstyle. I was like, I don't know how to play fingerstyle. I better fucking learn, you know? And uh, so I started taking lessons on the side and I decided to do classical and I fell in love. And that changed my playing forever. That's what really whipped me into shape with my technique. Um, the teacher was like my mentor really and still is to some extent. I, I still chime in with him from time to time. What's his name? And, uh coffee thomas coffee shout out to thomas coffee if he's gonna listen to the podcast right appropriate name as i'm drinking a coffee and i'm a big coffee drinker (laughs) so am i how do you take your coffee um just black uh right now it's americano single shot yeah in the morning it's a double shot americano yeah i um i usually drink it with uh either oat milk or almond milk um Nice. Yeah, I know. I'm all lactated out, so I can't really have any cheese anymore. And yeah. dairy. Um, well, it's the IPAs too, but I chose one or the other. I still like drinking the IPAs. They're delicious. Um, do IPAs have dairy? No, some of them have uh, milk lactate in it when they do the brewing oh, process. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, a lot I, mean, of, I don't drink. No, it's uh, a lot of them. Uh, a lot of them when the brewing process um, start off with a milk latte, and that's why if you see an IPA like so dark and it has like a really really white foam, that's what it's from. Okay. So there you go. Um, yeah, sweet. Um, and then I saw you play in Guelph, Ontario. Uh, right on. Yeah, it was. I'm gonna say two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, you guys were up there too. And I saw you play with La Armand, Armanda. I'm pronouncing it probably wrong. Armada? Yeah. Armada, there we go. Uh, and I saw you guys open up for, uh, I don't know if you are in the band or not, but I saw you guys, uh, I saw them open up for Belvedere. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't in the band. But that's a very, very new thing as of like like a month ago. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, they, um, it wasn't even, 
I was just like kind of filling in and yeah they would just I mean do you want, sorry I didn't mean to interrupt your uh, no it's all good no it's show. this is your uh, this is your dime oh uh, do you want me to go or? yeah yeah for sure green light means go oh. uh, yeah so Paul Willie Taurus is uh, a good friend and they were um yeah, just getting asked to play uh, Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic. Um, we got him out, and he's like, man, I really want to do it. And kind of between members, and they asked if I fill in. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I like those guys a lot. They're good friends. And um, and I, I, it's kind of what I live for. I live for this kind of challenge of, like, fuck it. Like, let me see what this feels like. Like, I like learning other people's music and, and just like putting myself in a different band scenario I kind of handle being a guitarist like being like a drummer uh, truly like just the way that drummers play in so many tend to play in so many projects I, I like going about being guitarist in that way um, anyway so I just did it and I'd never played in Puerto Rico which is uh, you know where I was born so that was kind of a huge um thing that I wanted to experience and they were playing their hometown like Dominican Republic uh, and yeah it was it went well like the um, like people were stoked and sounded cool and I, you know originally I was like oh yeah I'm just kind of you know if you ever need me cool hit me up but it went well so I was like you know whatever I kind of like how I treat a lot of things so just like just fly by the seat yeah, of your pants you know, just kind of uh, I'll hang out <laughs> I'll hang out yeah and know, then again like so we're it's their thing and if they they need some help and I'm I'm free then sure okay I'll, I'll do it and you know that, that's kind of it's that's what I'm doing, I guess. That's amazing. No, it's it's all good. Like, even um, just like hearing you play live is fucking phenomenal. Um, and you shred too. Like when Thank when you. when you when I saw you play with Propaganda, I've seen that band probably play. Fuck, I don't know. How old am I now? Forty two. I have probably seen them play over a dozen times. Oh, cool. um, yeah, it's like Bad Religion. I've seen Bad Religion. I can't even count how many times I've seen Bad Religion. Like, yeah, those like, souls are like that for me, actually. They're yeah, yeah. Also, too, like your um, what do you call? It? Yeah. So, and like even the uh, No Effects too, and Pennywise. Like when I was when I was growing up in uh, Caledon, we used to take a bus down to Toronto, and that's all we would do is go see shows from Saturday Sunday, and then take the bus back, and then back to work or back to school um yeah so what do you um what kind of what bands are you listening to right now oh and it doesn't have to be associated with punk rock because i listen to a lot of hip-hop oh yeah um you know for the last i'd say even a couple years i've been more in a pop kind of mentality and maybe it's you know doing the singing and you know nothing like i love punk but you know it's like the way I'm kind of handling singing is more like in the kind of realm of like, like that style, like true, like singing, not yelling. Cause I'm, 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 I've learned I'm not a yeller. Anyway, to answer your question before I fucking ramble off again. It's cool, man. Um, Let's go down the rabbit hole. I'm good. <laughs> but you know, I mean, Madonna, <laughs> it's Madonna, Cindy Lauper, Donna Summer. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'm such an 80s, 90s uh, 
fucking fanatic and and all that stuff I just still hits you know Michael Jackson um and I mean so yeah and it's interesting because like now that I'm like been learning like singing to like kind of re-listen to to artists like that like I like Florence and the Machine a lot like yeah one of my favorite sing- she's uh and, she's banging like, live too yeah, I saw them going live actually during that Dance Fever tour. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like I, I'm like listening to like these singers with just a different ear because now I understand the extent of, of what they're doing because I'm like studying it. And like, you know, the breathing, the vowels, it's just like, um, it, it's really cool, you know, just the technique and, and, um, yeah, it's kind of, it's just fun. So, I don't know, I guess. That's it? Yeah, that's what you're listening to? That's totally cool. I know, it's like, it but it's like almost like I'm listening with purpose, but and then I'll, I'll be listening to some Buena Vista Social Club. <laughs> yeah. Cuban. Um, yeah, I kind of bounce around. Weirdly, I, I know it's, it's crazy, but I, I don't, listen to a lot of music like often anymore like i don't i don't use headphones anymore like to protect my ears i don't even work out with like listening to music i'm just like cold just in silence (laughs) yeah which is actually pretty good for your brain just kind of internalize totally um and i guess the extent of having headphones on is like if i'm like working on music and recording but even then i'll have earplugs is all nerdy stuff. But point is, I've kind of preserved my ears like a little bit more as like from just playing punk and, and loud music for years. And so even when I'm walking, you know, I live in New York and that's how I get around. I don't listen to music. So kind of answering that question is so narrow because it's like me listening to it, like maybe practicing songs based on my lessons. Like it's not like I'm just like listening to music. So shitty answer. <laughs> not really. I totally dig it. It's fine. Um, I I got like, uh, this morning, um, and, uh, it's a guilty pleasure of mine, but, and then Jennifer found out it was, this band was a guilty pleasure of mine. They're singles anyways. So I was on the old, oh, Creed. Oh yeah. (laughs) So yeah. Oh yeah. Like there was a meme. You're jamming out to Creed? Yo, yeah, I, I fucking hold me now. I'm 16 feet and I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> Anyways, so that song came up on a meme. And like, when I was they like, their own. yeah, whatever. And you know what? I, everyone can say whatever they want. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, that, that's um, actually how I actually don't even like the phrase guilty pleasure. You should just have a pleasure. And yeah, it's all right. What everyone thinks. I think it's just because I don't agree with their politics either, but that's another story. Um, but I heard that on a meme, that song I just sang to you, um, and it was lovely. The cats just ran away. Um, uh, yeah. So I put that on this morning. I was making her lunch and making coffee and she's like, what the fuck are you listening to? I'm like, this fucking tune fucking cranks like, like the vocals on it, whatever. But, um, but I'm solely like, I listen to a lot of hip hop and punk rock and ska, but I like my nineties alternative a lot, like um, I don't, like Bush. Yeah, I was actually about to mention the Goo Goo Dolls because you're talking about like how this song hits. I've been listening to the song name a lot. It's fucking great like, tune, Chris. man. 
Yeah, with new people, I'm like, the way he sounds is so nice. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's, it's weird. I like, I almost listen to music, but again, with this almost purpose of like, I can't help just like, like kind of attaching it to like growing, you know, and learning. Yeah. Like, I just, I, that's just, so I guess, and sometimes I listen to like whatever, like, I'm listening to Whitney just to dance around. But, yeah. but that song, yeah, lately I've just, really been into like, Google dolls. <laughs> there's a there's a song on that album and the album's called uh a boy named goo goo yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. um and it's uh it was i forget what it's called but it's from the twister soundtrack oh man <laughs> um yeah i know where i'm dating myself right now i don't know how old are you I'll be 36 in like three uh, weeks. Okay, we're in the same sort of fucking era, if you will. I'm 42. Yeah, I was about to say that you said the Twister movie, and I already saw the cow flying in my, yeah. across my eyes. Uh, what's that fucking song called? It's a banger, too. And they're great. They're fucking Scott, awesome. He has, a, he has a really nice voice, and they're they're just really um yeah. It's just like really nice songs. Like um I I guess. Yeah, with listening, that's kind of where I've been on. Just like good songwriting, who cares what the genre is? Yeah, know? I'm with you on that 100. percent If I like the tune, I like the tune. Yeah, I mean, a lot. You know, a lot of what I kind of will go back to be like Tom Waits. I love Johnny Cash. I love. Yeah, I like old um, Johnny Cash. Well, I guess it all is old, but Tom Waits is good. The song's called "Long Way Down." It's the first track off "Boy Names Goo." Oh yeah, okay. Long way down. I don't really that was on that for the movie yeah i know it's neither did i actually but it just popped my head when we we're talking about it. i have so much fucking actually I, they were my first show which is like i'm a little younger than you but like yeah it was like 97 97 was a good year for music like punk rock pop punk fucking even hardcore like rock and roll too like i don't care what the fuck yeah. anyone says either like jen got me tickets to limp Bizkit this summer and it's gonna be fucking rad like I don't know, I just we just love live shows. Like we uh we just got our tickets for No Effects from Montreal. They're doing their last uh, tour. Yeah. That should be fun. Um cool. Yeah, I guess. Um what other shows are you going to? Um there's yeah, no, we were going to one on Friday if you want to check them out. It's a band called Rusty. Okay. They're a Canadian old Canadian alt rock band. Um and they're pretty good too. They're like uh sort of like punkish like alt rock i guess like they came out in like 97 so we're going to that and then fuck what else are we going to uh we got our tickets for green day and rancid oh right uh, on yeah and then some 41 um she's never seen any like i've seen green day a bunch of times but she's never seen them and she hasn't seen some 41 so we got that and then um what else uh going out to uh winnipeg actually hopefully about the beginning of march to see i'm gonna do a podcast for the band um one of us um yeah. they're uh they're i don't know if you know them or not they're uh, in winnipeg mm-hmm. you, get, you gotta check them out they're fucking rad um and then they're playing with uh belvedere and mad caddies awesome yeah that should be going on too um are you going to any shows lately or no um yeah i guess Next shows I'm going to are Mitski. I I've listened to her a little bit. My partner's daughter is really, really into her, and and it's one of the rare occasions where like I don't know an artist too well, and I'm just like fuck it, I'll go. Like that's actually how I 
came across Florence and the Machine because someone had mm-hmm. an extra ticket. I was like, sure. And I didn't even listen to a single song beforehand. I was just like, I just want to go <clears> there and like learn, like know this artist, do their show, and I was blown away. But so I'm going to see Mitski. Um, and the stuff I've heard is awesome. Like, she's great. Um, and then <laughs> I'm obsessed, actually, we, me and my partner, we're obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm, I guess I've been to a lot of the the shows of, of the people who have been on that, like the drag queens who've been on those, uh, that just that series it's been on for so long Mm -hmm. um i've gone to like their individual shows Mm -hmm. so i'm going to see uh sasha colby (laughs) and jimbo soon for all you drag race fans yeah um we um yeah we have uh around here we have a lot of drag race uh drag race shows and we usually go to those super fun yeah, they're funny, man. Like, I fucking lose it, my shit laughing. It's a fun time, man. Yeah, it's, um, it's hilarious. So so that's kind of it. I guess a couple drag queen shows. Uh, yeah, and then Mitski, and then, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see what happens. I, Are you going? Not, yeah, I know um, Jennifer's tattoo artist, uh, he's dating... Um, one of the drag queens off. I think it's Canada's Drag Race or the one in the states. I'm not too sure. Um, which uh, which drag queen? I, I don't. Even, I I have to text her. I'm, I totally forget. I watched the Canada ones. I'm telling you, we're 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 deep. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think they're great. Like whatever. Oh, let me just text her right now. And see what she's saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny, and you know, RuPaul's brilliant. The the show's brilliant, and. What I like about, I mean, to me, it's it's punk as fuck because fucking right like, it is. Uh, oh, what's up? Fucking right it is. Yeah, and just like I mean, I just it's a perfect blend of like entertainment, performance, you know, fashion, which is like all that shit is is like music's that too. But it also it's like there's the storytelling side. You know, you you get to learn about all these people who've just like really believe in this in craft they love it they live it and it's it's cool to get their stories and and um i like that kind of shit you know it's kind of like what i got out of playing in bands like when you when you go on tour and you meet all these people and you just you just get to engage with other people from different places and learn about them connect you know it's so it's kind of uh, to me an extension of what like punk is it's just the it's just drag queens instead of bands, you know? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's long hair instead of mohawks, if you will, right? Yeah, but and it's also, I mean, it's entertaining. The, the yeah. jokes are, like, the, the culture, like, the reading and the fucking, the lewdness. I fucking love it. <laughs> and that's, it. I, and I think it's a lot more punk than anything else, to be honest with you. Like, Same. Um, Same. You know, like, I like to see Tim Armstrong go and do that, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I know around our area, we live in a, uh, community center, Wellington. So we usually, there's usually some, some sort of drag show. When I was working at one restaurant, we always had a Troy boy entertainment come out to the restaurant, show the Troy boy. Um, mm-hmm. and it was always fun too. Like it was, it was a good time and people have a good time doing it and they love doing it too. And I think it, in my own opinion, it's, um, 
it makes people a lot more open-minded, if you will. Yeah. Um, when people aren't so narrow-minded in the world, if you will. Um, it's also, too, I think, um, whether you believe this or not, I feel yeah. like there's a do like duality to our personalities. Like, we're not just, like, the gender that we are labeled at birth. And, and I, I like that, where, like, there's, you know, these are... Uh, there's some trans uh, drag queens, so some women there, but, like, um, you know, for the most part, it's, like, men dressing up as women and, and just, like, really feeding to that side of their personality. And, and I relate to that because, you know, I'm um, I'm I'm fluid in my, my gender identity. Um, you know, I have trans-esque qualities or can relate to that or, like, you know, I've had top surgery and um and uh so yeah like that that resonates with me and and it's inspiring to see people tell their story because it's 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 even helped me kind of be more comfortable with myself being like hey like um like even because for a second there i was like maybe i'm non-binary and and i kind of sometimes you know like people use they them but i've even um yeah, I just kind of even lax with that because that's just kind of another label where, like, it's just the... Oh, it, it's nice to have the label as a way of, be, of people being aware of, like, this is the experience I have as a human. But that's the point is, like, I'm, I'm trying to get out where it's just, like, I, I connect to both sides, if you want to even call it both sides, which I don't like to. You know what I mean? No, I, I wouldn't call it both sides either because, in my own opinion, I think it's only one side, right? And that's how it should yeah. be. Um, and that's the thing, Jeff and I are, are really liberal, um, towards, towards that as well. Like I've been quite like, you know, I just, how do I say this? Um, I wish there wasn't so much hate in the world, if you will. And I think everyone bleeds the same blood and it's red and everyone's the same. There's only one species in the world. It's the human race. Right. Um, but and I think it's also more. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, it's go 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 go. It's just more fun this way. Well, that's what I mean, man. Like no one's hiding or anything. It's like it's. Or it's just like I don't find it offensive when a dude wears a skirt. It's just like, isn't it kind of just freer to just be like, that's cool, or like, like somehow it's offensive when a drag queen wears a dress, but a kilt is okay. Like it's just like. No, I know, bit... right? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, that's that's getting. Some... But you know, it's no. more more expressively freeing which I guess that's the kind of point like people are trying to keep people from being free you can control them a little bit more that way or um but yeah it's just more enjoyable to see people truly enjoying um, themselves yeah their, exactly yeah reach their full potential as yep. a person because when you when you make people feel bad about things that they they deep down like and therefore they're hiding it they're not free you know and and that's that is actually where you get people being bitter or hateful is because it's just, it's just a spiral you know and just like it is a yeah there's like this weird twisted circularity to it you know um so yeah i mean that that's why i like that show because it's beyond you know the laughs are great and and the dancing, the lip syncing, all that shit, the outfits, I love the fashion and stuff, but like, it's also, it's beyond that, you know, it's, it's really, um, it, it's inspiring, you know, and, and totally I is. like the idea of just people 
reaching their full expressive potential um, without feeling like there's any boundaries. And, and well, there shouldn't be either. Yeah. And like, and also too, like think is like we're we're on this topic, whatever. But I think a lot of people that like hate is taught. Okay. Um. And if we didn't have people te- teaching all that hate, I think the world would be well. The world would be a lot better place, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but there's still there's still pieces of shit out there that can't don't don't get it and don't want yeah. to get it, right? Like. Yeah, I think hate is taught, and it's also, hate can kind of, and some people also equate to being hurt, like people, mm-hmm. it's like they, they're taking out their, their maybe self-resentment in this way to feel powerful, but it's truly, everyone wants the same thing, which is like, you know, you want, you want home, you, so you want shelter, food, and love, in a sense, you know, and if you feel like maybe you lack and you know the comparison thing social media doesn't help with that like there's no, self no, resentment no. and there's people being assholes to each other you know it's, it's unnecessary everyone's got their shit yeah and that thing too is like um you know I think um people if they I don't know I'd just be a lot better if no one fucking hate each other man be way better I think everyone would get along a lot better and I think the world would be a lot better as well so yeah it is what it is right like i work in an industry as a chef where you know um you know there there's been uh um people in the industry have been gay or lesbian for years and years right it's the number one industry where and that's the thing too is like so i guess like for me to sit there when I was a young cook, be like, mm, no, like you, I don't hate this person because I work with this person. I don't like this person. Why, why are you hating this person? Because they have a different view. You know what I mean? Or like one of yeah. it's, but it's in, it's in my industry. And that's the thing. But the positive thing about the restaurant industry, if you will, um, it's, it's really open to everyone, if you will. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's like, that's that. I got Mr. Martini sitting here. He's being a little bugger. Um, how many? Oh yeah, he's because every time I do the podcast, he'll either sit in my lap or he'll drink out of my coffee mug, which he's not supposed to because when mom comes home, he's all amped up. Um, and then she blames me. She's like, "Have you been giving Mister Martini coffee?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not giving it to him. He's wanting it." Yeah. But how many? Uh, so you got some animals too, don't you? Yeah, I have two cats yeah. and a dog. There's a. Uh, Chihuahua. He's a hundred percent Chihuahua. We mm-hmm. know because we did the DNA test, and it was the one stock photo about eight times, <laughs> which was a funny waste of a hundred dollars. Um, and then I have two cats, tortoiseshell, and an orange tabby. They're cool. And what are their names? Oh, uh, Weston's the orange tabby, and sorry, this is gonna sound very uh, not creative, Kitty. <laughs> There's a story why she's Kitty, but her name's Kitty. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I guess I'm, I'm sure in it. It was like she was actually my roommate's, and he couldn't commit to a name, and it was it was going on for a while, and everyone was calling her Kitty. Then he finally named her, but it, the damage was done, so she's just Kitty. Um, anyway, so Kitty Weston are the cats, mm-hmm. and Shank Shankly is the Chihuahua. 
Do you have a picture of all of them? Yeah. Together? Hey, hey. Yeah, there's one that's chaotic. They look like they're about to brawl. But there's also an, a peaceful one, too. Yeah, they, they kind of hang. One's, no. like, actually sitting in the chihuahua. was sitting right here next to me, and then the cats, I can see them. They're just in the other room together. Yeah. They're actually sleeping next to each other. They're kind of like catnip hungover. We got them some new ones. We don't give that to them too much, and they're... They went wild last night, so now they're just like they've been kind of <laughs> sludge. Which yeah, uh, yeah, we, we don't see that often either because they're pretty. Uh, my friend actually cats it over Christmas, and he's like, "Your cats are so robust." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, we uh, we usually give them cat. We're a marijuana uh, marijuana house, if you will. Uh, we yeah, we smoke weed, um, which is great. <laughs> Who fucking cares? Um, it's legal here. Yeah. Um, so, but we give them catnip and, um, once in a while, I think they had some this week. Mr. Martini was fucking losing his fucking marbles. So that's funny. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, thanks for doing this again, man. Yeah. Was, thanks for having me. That yeah, was uh, wicked. Good chat. Yeah. Wait. It's almost like we've known each other for, uh, forever. Yeah. It's, it's cool. And, yeah. you know, you just can vibe and that's what it's all about. Yeah, man. So what I'm going to ask you is you're going to give me all your social media stuff if you want. Oh, uh, you don't yeah, know what else. Like, yeah. Like your sure. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, stuff that you want to promote. And... Yeah. I guess, uh, at Sulin Hago. Mm-hmm. That's me. And then there you can find the other bands I've been at at the bio kind of spot. There you um, go. and really just, I mean, my name, if you know how to spell it, it's kind of unique. So you can just, if you search other places like Facebook and YouTube, that's, it, it'll show up. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wicked. Um, so stay in the line. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks a lot. It was awesome. Yeah. Thank you.